there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world. And getting right into it, um, some quick, quick little baby announcements. We'll get in more detail later. But we were nominated for the 2021 Paranormal Podcast Awards for the category Best Mythology and Folklore Podcast. Woo! Let's get it. So so vote for us because we were very surprised and very happy and very blessed yeah. <laughs> with the few episodes we have out. <laughs> so Exciting uh, stuff. Hell yeah. So you can um, vote by going to alori.com forward slash links, L-I-N-K-S, and it will be the first button there. And then the other quick thing is we're doing a special promotion right now. If you write an iTunes review, because you love us, and you send us a screenshot of it via DM on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you email us at alloring at gmail.com, I will mail you a random sticker and a Alloring podcast sticker to say thanks. Or on Discord. Or on Discord. We should promote our Discord. We have a Discord, guys. guys. It's great join it it's link somewhere on the screen (laughs) we have so many memes you'll see before we post them on social media you won't understand them until the episode comes out but once the episode comes out they're really funny (laughs) like the albuquerque draw four yeah exactly draw 25 points (laughs) yeah you'll be like what are they talking about and then a week later oh kimmy can't say the word albuquerque (laughs) (laughs) one time i screw up (laughs) oh yeah only the first time but (laughs) that's all it takes that's all it takes around here (laughs) well do you want to so that's all we got for little baby announcements but you want to tell me what you found loring this week yeah so you're not gonna believe it but i went camping again um (laughs) this time i went to like a beach like a sandy beach um sand hollow for you locals Um, okay very burned as you may be able to see for our video watchers i am santa claus red but oh man (laughs) was it relaxing i just like it's floated out had a great time 
<laughs> For some reason, I I just like had the thought of you like in a floaty with the big sunglasses, just singing Kumbaya. I had the I I bought a pair of freaking pit vipers, like those giant like. Um, I haven't. I don't know if you can see it. Oh my gosh, you have the it's, sun line. It's rough. It's a rough tan line. But here we are. I had a very I'm very relaxed. I'm re-energized. I'm ready to party. Welcome back. Again. Welcome back to the tech world after Woo! being sunburned. Yeah. I've been camping. Like I didn't realize how often I go camping until we started like doing this what did you find alluring thing? And I was like, man, like I go a lot. But you're not complaining. I love it. But well, tis tis the season, you know. True. That's the thing. Well, in the southwest, <laughs> we'll it's do... always the season. It's great. That's fair. One day we'll do a camping thing in the canyons near where we're at. Yeah, we'll do like a whole group thing. I think that would be really fun. We can get a penguin. That's like halfway. Oh yeah, that would that was one I was actually looking at. My request is it has to be like an actual campsite, though. Do not throw me in the dirt. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So what did you find alluring? Um, my alluring thing is we finally got rain because California has been blowing smoke our way like a college dude trying to press a girl at a college party. <laughs> so that's been lovely. It's, not california's fault it's more like mother nature is fucking pissed kind yeah, of thing is. so it was really weird because like two days ago it was just like smog everywhere and i saw the red moon of death and i was like every horror game has prepared me for this <laughs> moment and i was like it feels so much like silent hill and then yeah. the next day we had a crazy thunderstorm i, I was at work and my boyfriend was at work and I, the thunder like shook the building I was in. And then he yeah. texted me the same time. He's like, wow, thunder just like shook our house. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's scary. Pissed. Well, it's crazy. Cause I'm like 15 minutes away. So I yeah. was like, that was, that was a big girl. But so I went outside even today, you go outside and you still see the gray skies, mm -hmm. the ominous sun. It smells like smoke, but it's raining. So I yeah. feel like I'm going to be in a video game any moment. So I've been trying to like wear <laughs> cuter stuff yeah. and have a ponytail on me. So I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's bad down here too with the, uh, with the rain not we we're not getting rain just smoke i literally yeah. can't see the mountains like oh. they're just gone <laughs> it's really ominous and i love the mountains oh. so it makes me sad yeah well well don't go be blowing smoke in girls faces to impress them trust me it does not work Nation. <laughs> uh, speaking of smoke you know what else is kind of wispy like smoke I don't know a, a transition. Ghost. Oh, a, <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Kimmy? Oh. Okay, so a tragic event happened over a hundred and fifty years ago, and if you are visiting the Humiji castle in japan you may stumble upon the well where it took place 
There is a lovely ghost that roams around the castle, and even though there are plenty of suggestions that her soul is now at rest, it's important to remember her story and how she was wrongfully executed. This week, we'll be talking about Okihu, a centuries-old ghost story that emerged during the Edo period that grew in popularity in Japan during the 18th century. Her tragic tale has influenced hundreds of horror films, and we even watch to this day. And I'm excited to tell you all about her lore. So, another spooky one on the way. I don't have my Jesus candle, though. Oh, it's fine. We're fine. (laughs) You're fine. I... (laughs) This is how it ends. So, um... (laughs) The thing is, there isn't much about Okihu on how she acts or what she looks like. Um, Every story just describes her as a beautiful servant girl that is known to be honest and true. Some descriptions say she has long dark hair, but that's really it. So (laughs) there's like nothing about like what she looks like. It's just like a what you assume in your head at the time period. But when she becomes a yokai, which in Japanese, that's like what they call ghosts, um, she is known to look very pale, wear all white, and have long dark hair that looks wet from the well she came out of. And fun fact, her ghostly form is similar to the character from the movie. What movie? What movie do you think? I I was was literally just going to say that sounds like the ring girl who crawls out of the well like backwards bing 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 that's the one and um so the character's name from it was sadaku i said that wrong um and it's inspired from this spooky ghost story which i thought was really cool so my sister forced me to watch that movie when i was a kid (laughs) and the the one we, we had it on dvd and it came with a second disc and the second disc said do not watch and it was oh, like no. it was the, the the movie from the ring and she made me watch it and i was so That's scared so mean. yeah it was <laughs> it was really messed up of her that's that's a, that's, that's that's terrible but here i at, am 7 days the trauma builds character yeah <laughs> I now i'm talking that. about it on a podcast take that <laughs> Suck on that, sister. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to name drop you for privacy, but mm, take <laughs> You're so nice. I name drop my family all the time. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a little bit about the history. So possible origins. The origins of this legend remain unknown, like any good folklore. We don't really know where it comes from. But the first written mention of it dated back to 1741. And this was under the name Bancho Sarakshaski. I didn't look up the translation of that. <laughs> um, so it translates to the dish mansion at Bancho at the Toy Toy Tazik Theater. It is assumed that the legend has been told for years prior and it grew in popularity specifically during the Edo period in the 18th century. So popularity of Okiyu led to many different adaptations of the legend. During the 18th century, there were many different plays, 
one-act production and puppet theaters about Okiku's tragic death and vengeance. The most familiar and popular adaptation, I cannot say that word, adaptation, there it is, adaptation of this folklore we hear about today was written by Okamoto Kiro, which debated deep, I want to take a drink, you guys, I, (laughs) debuted in February 1916. (laughs) Work was long today, you guys. I I apologize. <laughs> now, where was I? <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. I'm done. In De- February. Debuted. <laughs> in February 1916 at the Hongoza Theater. It was a modern take on the classic ghost tale, diving into the psychological side of the main character's motives. So, in fact, the legend of Okiku is so popular, it's called Niho-san Daikidan, which translates to Japanese Three Great Ghost Stories. Another name for these legends is the San-o-yori, which translates to the Three Ghosts. Of course, we're just talking about Okiku today, but it's important to know that each of these ghost stories are associated with like a different kind of emotion and moral. So, the first one is Oia, the Yuri of Hatred. The second is Otisuyu, the Yuri of Love. And finally, the one we'll be discussing today is Okiyu, the Yuri of Torment, a folktale of uncertain providence. So we pick the darker of the tales. Naturally. (laughs) And if you are watching on our Patreon and you're seeing our lovely faces and the lovely video, you'll see Himiji Castle. So the legend of Okiyu is tragic, and the main plot point is she drowns in a well. Because it's not a ghost story if we don't get a ghost out of it. Of course. Um, naturally. And many believe that this incident took place at the well at Himiji Castle. Though there is no evidence that her tragic death took place here, many people can attest to it being the location of where her ghost dwells. You, fun fact, can even see the well for yourself. If you make a trip to the castle, you can find Oki Idol, the well. I think if you click on the next slide, I think I put a picture of that well in there. There it is. There's the spoon. Is it gated off for a reason? Yep, it's it's gated off. Literally, my next paragraph is what's even spookier is the well is now locked up. Some say it's to keep people from jumping in, or worse, from her spirit getting out. I'd be more worried about the the ladder. (laughs) Climbing out. I'd like to think that she just like calls people. She's like, "Hey, hey, you want you want to come for a little swim, swimmy swim?" <laughs> the night keeper lets her out once a day to go on a little jog. <laughs> Get her, lets her like go pace around the backyard for a minute, mm-hmm. and comes back inside, <laughs> closes the gate. <laughs> but so since there is no evidence that um, her tragic tale took place here. Many other locations has claimed the well to be where her death took place. So, for example, the Garden of the 
Canadian embassy in Tokyo, which was established on land bought from the Oyoma family. But since there is no known origin, it seems that the location of Humiji Castle was quick to adopt the legend of their own. So, again, for some reason, when something tragic takes place and people can't pinpoint it, everyone wants to claim it as their own. <laughs> so yeah, how long has the Canadian embassy been there for it to, like, um, for, for I... uh, ancient ghost to... I have a feeling Canada, like, what did it exist when? <laughs> I, 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 I don't think it may have been like the land was there before. I uh, that makes maybe they just kind of took over a building that already existed. That would make sense. Yeah, or it could be like the. I didn't look. I should have looked more into that since the history is my section of the podcast that I do, but I did not. Is what we do. Um, we make it up. Canada it up. has had an embassy in Japan since year one. <laughs> Crazy. And before either country was named Canada or Tokyo, they had an embassy. When Pangea was formed, that's when this whole instance yeah, took place. Exactly. That there was there's Pangea, lush green life, and a well in the yeah. middle of yep. it all. <laughs> With some Canadians around. <laughs> With some Canadians. They popped up like, hey? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, you want to come out of the well, eh? You want to come out of the well? <laughs> we love our Canadian listeners. You guys are great. Okay. <laughs> I think we have like two right now. <laughs> All right. God so, save the queen. <laughs> God, save the, God save Diane. But that's a different discussion for another day. Anyway. Protect her. Anyway. <laughs> Don't let what too late for that. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, protect her like we should have protected Okiku. Yeah, Okiku. They both were wrongfully. They both were 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 wrong. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Ugh. So, uh, where where did that tangent go? We are back to this oh, what horrifying nightmare creature. <laughs> so, the popularity of Okiku had become so widespread during the 18th century, she even took out another spooky form that wasn't just a ghost. During the 18th century, a larva invasion spread amongst the old wells of Japan. These insects became a certain type of caterpillar. The, I want to say this wrong, Baisa Alixin, oh, I want to spell it. B-Y-A-S-A space A-L-C-I-N-O-U-S, which is known in English as the Chinese windmill. The chrysalis of this butterfly appears to look like a tied-up woman's body due to the larva being covered with thin threads, so it looks all bounded, which is why the locals immediately associated with Okiyu's story. The legend of Okiyu, she is tied up and tortured above the well before being discarded. So, has the similar appearance as this bug, which is eventually nicknamed Okiku Mushi. Due to the similar appearance, everyone referred to this infestation as Okiku's revenge, believing her spirit must have come back as these bugs, spawned by any remaining grudge she had on this planet. And, fun fact... The local shopkeepers located around the castle during the Edo period even sold chrysalis of these insects as souvenirs to the tourist who would visit her shrine. 
So capitalism at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was crazy. Is that that's why I think a lot of like I personally believe and a lot of people believe she was associated with the castle. Yeah. Because of everything that happened, there's even marketing campaigns. So if that doesn't tell you anything. And then I think I like skipped over it at one point. But the other cool thing is if you go to the castle today, they actually have a tour that you can go on. And it has one of the, um, it has like their version of the story like written on a plaque too. Oh, nice. Is that what the picture, what that, the writing on the well was? I don't know if I can backspace. Yes. That was the writing. Well, yep, there it is. So there's like writing on the well, like, they said there's like a big plaque. I couldn't find it in any tourist images because, and I couldn't go to Japan because the world's having yeah. a moment right now. One day, so, one day we'll go. One day, but I thought that was really cool. <laughs> the the alluring bucket list. I want to bring that back. Yeah, I want to bring that back so bad. But so in closing. To this day, there are still many retellings of this legend, which all result in different names, locations, surroundings, and details. But the same general outline of the story is always about a beautiful, honest maiden that was lied to and met an untimely, tragic death. So that is the history of Okiku. And So for our listeners, we're trying something new. We oh, yeah. we realized I'm really bad at the history. <laughs> Kimmy, I'm, I'm not going to say really bad, but Kimmy is not as good at stories. So <laughs> from here on out, Kimmy will be taking over the history section and I will be taking over the story section where we will so we could dive deeper into a single lore instead of two every week. Just a heads up, so we're not done with uh, the Okiku here, but we're going on a quick little commercial break. Yeah, so let's tune in to our sponsors on our little handy-dandy radio. Trying to get a non-blurry photo of Bigfoot isn't easy. It takes hours of researching, mapping its location, and tracking the cryptid down. So when you do finally get that crisp picture of Bigfoot, you'll want to frame it for all the world to see. And what better way to frame it than by heading over to FrameBridge. FrameBridge has a wonderful selection of custom frames to pick from, and it's so easy to work with. All you have to do is pick a custom frame, upload or mail your artwork using their free prepaid mailer, and your frame is then built and sent right to your doorstep. And let's just say while getting this photo of Bigfoot, you stumble upon a piece of bark with his claw marks on it. Well, with FrameBridge, you can send it in and get that framed as well. They easily frame 3D objects from an embroidered gift to your favorite alluring podcast tee, or even an award for getting the first non-blurry photo of Bigfoot. From pictures to 3D objects, they got you covered. And one of my absolute favorite features from FrameBridge is the gallery wall creator. Simply upload a collection of your own photos and customize one of their many expertly designed layouts in just a few minutes. They will then send you the framed artwork, hardware, and a life-sized hanging guide. So what are you waiting for? Go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on the FrameBridge banner today. 
Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on the FrameBridge banner and get framing today. And we're back. Welcome back. Hell yeah. Okay, oh. now it's Ryan's turn. I tell am going to tell you about stories. the sightings, stories, and lore of the Okiku. <clears throat> Due to the popularity and how long the legend has been around, there are tons of different folk tales of what happened to the Okiku. I'll be telling you two different ones today. The first is the most popular one. I found while researching, and there's a few different spins on it. The second is a bit more romanticized, but they're all fairly similar, which makes this one super difficult in knowing its true origins. The first one, I believe to be the most famous version, it's called the story of Bancho Saryash, Saryashki, the dish manner at Bancho. <laughs> I got this. This is why I'm telling the stories. It yeah, takes place in the now. Himeji present-day Hyogo. There once was a beautiful woman by the name of Okiku who worked as a dishwashing servant at the Himeji castle. She worked for the samurai Ayoma Tasan. It wasn't long till Okiku had caught his eye and Ayoma was thirsty. <laughs> I hate him so much already. Some lore uh. said he tried to seduce Okiku. Others say he was in love and wanted to marry her. But no matter how he felt, Okiku didn't feel the same way and rejected all of his advances, focusing f- focusing on her work at the castle. Ayoma did not handle rejection well, unfortunately, and grew impatient which resulted in him plotting to trick her into being with him. This is always the start no. of just bad ideas. Um, <laughs> Listen, no means no, you guys. Exactly. <laughs> if folklore teaches you anything. Yeah, yeah, honestly. So when she stepped away from her work, he found the castle set... He found in the castle set of ten expensive dishes and hid them one by one. He then summoned Okiku and told her his master was missing one of his ten dishes, and he must know where it is. Okiku became frightened, knowing that losing one of the Lord's prized dishes was a crime punishable by death. Okiku went into a frenzy and counted the dishes over and over again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. She was always short, one plate, and began crying, knowing she had all ten plates and someone must have stolen or taken it. Ayoma, being manipulative trash, offered to overlook this matter and tell the Lord that it wasn't Okiku who lost the dish. The trade is she would have to become his mistress. (laughs) I I forgot I put the manipulative trash in there. But Okiku was just not that into him. Sorry, bro. And refused him yet again. Knowing death was on the line, but also knowing she wasn't responsible for the dish that went missing. Ayoma became furious because his quote-unquote perfect plan didn't work out the way he wanted. He ordered his servants to beat Okiku with a wooden sword. What the fuck? (laughs) That's rude. (laughs) I know! He makes me so mad. Yeah. (laughs) This guy. I just, like, want to punch him so hard. Beat him up with a non-wooden sword. After that, he tied her up and suspended her over the castle well, where he was sadly, where sorry, where she was sadly tortured 
by being dunked in the well, only to be pulled out and beat again. Then Ayoma demanded her to become his mistress, and when she refused again, maybe because she wasn't in love with the idea of being beaten and drowned, uh, he striked her over the head, knocking her out cold and dumping her lifeless body into the well. Jesus. Yeah. It, very violent. Very fucked up. Way, ways not to get a mistress. Yeah. Is, is Number one. <laughs> so Jesus. days passed and her death was dismissed from the story Ayoma told. And it seemed like he easily moved on with his life. But this is a ghost story. After a few days, Okiku's ghost was seen wandering the castle. She became a vengeful spirit who wanted revenge on her murder. So night after night, Okiku would emerge from the well and enter her master's home, searching for the missing dish. Her voice would echo through the walls. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I can't do that. Then she let out a blood-curdling scream that would shake the castle, unable to find the tenth missing plate. Crying out in agony, unable to find the missing plate and fading away. She did this every night, robbing Ayoma of his rest, and the people in the castle who heard the cries of the Okiku became sick. And if someone was unlucky enough to hear her count to nine, they would die shortly after. Because you're number <laughs> ten. <laughs> when, when the... <laughs> I wish we could have, like, the star music. Like, yeah. <laughs> More <than enough. laughs> right. The more you know. <laughs> uh, gross. Okay. I'd be like, this is not worth the pay. Yeah. The, <laughs> Simply don't learn how to count and you'll be okay. Finally. <laughs> That's fair. If you're illiterate, you'll <laughs> yeah. be fine. You're like, what? Let's come after nine. <laughs> or if you're German, you know, and you don't understand. Yeah, you just think she's just saying no. Nine. Yeah. So finally, <laughs> the Lord of the Castle had enough and knew something had to be done about Okiku's spirit. He called on a priest and asked him to pray for Okiku and exercise her spirit. The priest went into the garden and waited all night chanting sutras. It wasn't long until Okiku's ghost rose out of the well and began counting her dishes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And before a scream could escape, the priest shouted ten, showing the plate that had been missing. Relieved that someone found the plate, Okiku's spirit felt in peace and was able to rest. As a result, she has not haunted the castle since. So that's all she had to do was give her the plate. <laughs> but he wasn't going to because it's obviously not yeah. the personality of this character. So there's a couple alternate endings. Um, to stop the nightly hauntings, a friend of the family of Ayoma is hired instead of a priest. He's hiding out in the well during the night after Okiku had counted from one to nine. He stepped forward shouting loudly ten. So essentially the same thing. Friend instead of a priest. Uh, another version of this tale. Oh, he just yells ten. Yes. He just yells ten. Oh. So he doesn't even got to play. He's oh. just waiting. He's just there to justify the woman. Got you. That's it. And He's she's like, like, that's ten. all I need. And needed. she's like, ah. Oh. That's the number. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I knew it. I, I knew. knew it. She's like, thank you. Thank you. I she... could not remember what came after nine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was why she was funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another version of the tale, uh, Aoma has a wife and she becomes jealous of Okiku. Okiku still rejects all of Aoma's advances, but his wife believes the only way to get her husband's attention is to kill his beloved maid. 
No. So, so the wife takes <laughs> one of the ten family heirloom plates, breaks one, realizes what she did at jealousy, and becomes scared and throws the plate in the well. Her husband then confronts her about the missing plate, and she lies, panics, saying it was Okiku who broke the plate. Ayoma, becoming enraged at this beautiful plate that was destroyed, kills his maid, throws her lifeless body in the well. And then from there on out, it's essentially the same story. She comes back, counting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, killing people. That one's more understandable why she's killing people. She got, she got, she got accused. I really <laughs> like that one so far because I, <laughs> we've been having a lot of stories about like shitty men in yeah. a row. <laughs> and yeah. I just need... There is a, a trend going on here on the Alluring podcast. <laughs> I am not going to pick episode topics for a minute because yeah. I'll be like, ooh, this looks like a beautiful creature. And this one, she Let kills me men. About her. <laughs> <laughs> every, you guys, every like beautiful female folklore creature, the reason she's beautiful is because she is deadly. And it's always the same plot premise. Pretty much. It's always like some guy betrayed her or couldn't take no for an answer so uh we're gonna we're gonna start putting cryptids back in (laughs) so the third alternate ending to this story um the same plot where the girl dies the same plot where the girl dies tragically but the main difference is it has way more people involved so this is the nino jurar jurier version Though the lord of Himeji Castle has fallen seriously ill, his heir, Tomosuki, plans to give ten plates to ensure his succession. Are plate like, I don't know the history of plates. Were plates, like, really expensive back then? Yeah, so these plates, um, let me explain. I should have explained that in the history. We're, we're learning with this new format, you mm-hmm. guys, so thanks for your patience. The plates are heirlooms so they've been passed down for generations so they're not just like diamond plates they're like yeah gold crusted like diamond yes shiny yeah so they've been they've been in the family for centuries it's like they're very special china it's what they would use like when they would negotiate with like other like countries and stuff uh, this isn't like your mom's like Christmas set. Like it's oh, nice, gotcha. but it's not. It's like grandma's it's Christmas it. set. That's really nice. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like when the mom brings out and you're like her like mother-in-law doesn't like her mm. a lot, so she's like, mm, "Honey, I got this," and pulls out her, her fine really china. Really nice plates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, mm, "That's cute. You have snowmen on yours. I have classic Santa from all the Coca-Cola commercials." <laughs> 50 Dang, different styles. Damn. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like the comparison. So when the plate's broken, it's, yeah, that that's sense. why it's punishable by death. Like, you can't remake this. Like, yeah. <laughs> one and done, you know? So the Lord had planned to give us 10 plates to ensure his succession. However, chief retainer Asayama, Asayama plots to take over. Tomosuki's retainer, Takatsuni is engaged to marry Okiku, but Asayama, Asama, wants to use Okiku to murder Tomonosuke. Asamiya, through the help of spies, steals one of the ten plates and then summons Okiku to his chambers, telling her to bring the container with the plates. He tries to seduce her in hopes of having her team up with him to kill Tomonosuke. 
but Okiku refuses due to her love for her fiance, Takasuni. Enraged Asa. Asa. Asayama. Asayama. I feel like I've said this a million times perfectly fine, and now. <laughs> it, it gets like that. Yeah. The thing is, like, you'll be reading and you'll just go with it, and then. Then you'll There's think about it. Sometimes you just look at the word yeah. and you think about it. Yeah, that's the problem. Enraged, he has her open the box and accuse her of stealing a plate. And if she does, if she doesn't become his mistress, and does as he requests, then he will tell the Lord. Then he will tell the Lord. Okiku refuses yet again, and he grows angry and beats her with again a wooden sword. Then he binds her over the well, and as he. And him being a super creepy dude, um, like the previous story, kills her. And after she still refuses... Well, let me start over. He binds her over the well. (laughs) Creepy dude. Like the previous story, kills her after she still refuses to be with him. Um, So you know what happens... Why he's creepy is like... It kind of gets like into like a BDSM thing for a second. That's mm. why he's like creepy and like slimy yeah. okay. about it, okay. you know. Yeah. And then she's like, "No, obviously you creep." Yeah. And you tied me to a well. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And this is from um, a play. So what happens is like her spirit comes out of the well, and it ends by them looking at each other and him just looking at her like, Ooh, you know. So it's like, that's where it ends. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Sorry. I... Interesting. I think I like the original story the best. I think the, <laughs> yeah. the one to nine counting and then a scream is a lot scarier. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was a play. I think that was like the one of the play versions yeah. of the tale. So it had more plot, had more characters, a little bit more... What could happen? Conflict. Yeah. So for my second story, we are telling the story of Akamoto Kido, a forbidden love story. The next one is an Edo in 1655. A vassal of the Shogun, Yama Hirama, had fallen in love with a young servant girl by the name of Okiku. Aoma loved her so much, he even rejected a marriage proposal from a wealthy relative, reassuring his love for Okiku. Okiku, however, doesn't believe in Aoma. She knows that the royal family won't take lightly to Aoma marrying a peasant girl, and wants to test his love to see if he will really stay by her side. So Okiku breaks one of the ten heirloom plates that are treasured by the Aoma household. She knows that breaking one of these plates, re- plates results in death, and the family is quick to ask for her head. Aoma is first convinced the plate is broken by accident and tells his family to pardon her. The family, being fond of Okiku, believes it was an accident as well and didn't see a reason to take her life. But Okiku comes out and confesses to him that she broke the plate in order to test his love for her. <sighs> Why? That's not... Why that's like, Girl, you were I don't know. free. You were in the clear. Uh, Ayoma. Like, well, think of it like, you know how there's like all those videos of like girls breaking like the PS5s, right? Now? Yeah. That's 
It's the same that's thing. That's like a good. It's this. This has been going on connection. since 1655. People. <laughs> Aoma feels betrayed and, in a fit of anger, kills her, throws her down the well. Jesus. <laughs> After this. I After this tragic death by her lover, Okiku starts to haunt the castle grounds by counting the plates one through nine, then disappearing into the night. Then one evening, Oyama decided he needs to help put her spirit to rest. He enters the garden where he runs into Okiku. After seeing her ghostly face, calm and beautiful, with no ounce of vengeance, he realizes what he had done to his true love. Realizing they can still be together, he takes the strength from her ghostly form and commits seppuku, where you go, and then you stab yourself, I think, to join her in death. Uh, definitely the most romantic adaptation of the story. Uh, this is the most common in Western Japan plays. Yeah, the, the romanticized yeah. version. I definitely... I like the romanticized version because I just want a story where the guy isn't. Yeah, that awful. one's a lot nicer. Like, out of all of them, I've been told, I think this one's way more like wholesome. This isn't like isn't as like spooky. This one's like aw, like, yeah, love. yeah. But except for the, the part where he kills one, himself. Yeah, the part's well, not very cool. But I mean, you know, that, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Uh, so these two are just two of many versions of this classic ghost story and of course there are many more but it's clear that every different variation of the legend of okiku results in wrongful death and cruel punishment of a poor girl in the lower class which results in a haunting spirit seeking revenge naturally so remember if someone isn't into you, don't go frame them so they're murdered. Don't go killing them just because they admitted they broke a plate. Move on. There's plenty of fish in the sea. I feel everyone just needs to watch a video on consent. That's important. Um, I don't know if you watched the tea video in college, but Okiku's clearly didn't. Well, not Okiku. Oyoma clearly did not. Um, College orientation. That was, that was the weirdest the video ever. That was the best. That was the best thing ever. If I find the link, I will put yeah. it in our blog. Yeah. There I'll be posting our somewhere. college our college orientation, you guys. They had us like they they did their introduction yeah. spiel about why our university is great at six AM when no one cares. But yeah. they ended it with a video about consent and it's the best thing. Ever. <laughs> very important topic. So very poor video choice. <laughs> it was, I thought it was 12 out of 10. <laughs> like, you couldn't illustrate it better. It's pretty much like comparing consent to like giving tea to people. Mm -hmm. I will find that video and I will post it yeah. because it will change your guys' life. <laughs> well, maybe more people need to watch it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we jump over to our alluring alignment chart, we do have some exciting announcements that we mentioned earlier. But we're going to mention them again. 
Hell yeah. Because repetition is key. So, super exciting news. Like we said earlier, we were nominated for the 2021 Paranormal Podcast Awards for the category Best Mythology and Folklore Podcast. Woo! So, thank you, everyone, that has voted for us so far. Voting closes at the end of this month. So, August, the end of this month. So, if you haven't done so yet, go vote for us today. You can find the website link to vote for us by going to alluring.com forward slash links, L-I-N-K-S. Please, 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 please do it. We'll also put a link to it in the episode description for this episode. So just click on it and then you get to see a bunch of other cool podcasts that talk about like paranormally and ghost stuff too, if you're into that. So that's a pretty cool thing. A little bonus for voting for us because you love us. So that's pretty neat. And super exciting news. We have a little little special promotion going on. If you write a review on the Apple Podcast iTunes Podcast, I don't know what it's called, but you know what I'm talking about. It's like iTunes Apple Podcast Store. Send us a screenshot. And guess what? We're going to send you some stickers. Because who doesn't love some free stickers? You can message us on Instagram. You can add us on Twitter. You can email us at alluring at gmail.com. You can join the Discord. Talk directly to us. Be like, what's up, Ryan and Kimmy? Here's my review. Maybe we'll chit-chat. Yeah. So get yourself a sticker. Leave a review. And now, back to the alluring alignment chart. Okay. So, um... I realize I'm bad at this because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always empathize yep. with the creature. Yep. And I think what we'll have to start doing is I do what I think <laughs> and then you do what you yeah. think. And I, I'm, th- I'm <laughs> just... thinking I agree because that is not where I would have put that. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, she's a little bit good, a little bit more towards the lawful side. Well, like, what about she's not it is lawful? Holy good. Well, she. I'm she's okay very, with the good like, side. That I'm okay, okay with. Okay. But she kills people, Cammy. Listen, no, no, no. Okay, so you can kill someone and be true to your like your own like system of like what your belief is. Yeah. That's how what I consider lawful is. You follow like your rules. Like you have these mm. rules set, and you, that's lawful. Chaotic means you don't follow any rules. I put her as lawful because one, hardworking girl two never strays from that and three never goes against the lord and is very like honorable of a but person she also counts to nine and kills people uh, and you put her you put her in like you, you put her in like gandhi's area like... <laughs> that is not gandhi's first of all okay well I like just like a little above yeah. That's... She first of all, she is not in Gandhi's area. Gandhi is all the way over there <laughs> as the beautiful holy being. Okay, like she's obviously not Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, why... I would have put her a center, lawful, chaotic, a uh, little towards the evil, just because she doesn't only kill the dude who killed her. Like she. No, she no, no. kills anyone who listen. hears her count to nine. But listen, in the first okay. story, here, 
here is my argument. All she needed mm-hmm. was someone to justify her of the wrongful death she had. So the moment someone was like, 10, she's out. But what she's if done. you're just like vibing, walking through the castle? You don't know. You, you don't know who this lady is. You just hear her counting to nine. You're like, oh, that's nice. She's counting. Boom, dead. <laughs> like you just die. Unless you're driven. Listen, there's a lot of like what if parameters. Yeah. I'm sticking to my right. little bit good, a little bit I'd have awful. put mine like right right here, more or less. But we'll uh we'll we'll agree to disagree on this one. Uh I I'm just biased if they're attractive too, so there's yeah. also that and I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um consent is key. <laughs> That's what we learned. That's what the, the overarching theme of these last couple months has been it's important Cause it, which is a great lesson so mm-hmm. someone's gotta learn it and then what, what's another good point that people can end, um, end on um, stay away from wells oh yeah obviously um, okay consent's key stay away from wells don't use plates alright stick to paper don't plates use- everybody <laughs> thanks so much listening you guys this has been alluring have an alluring day and we'll catch you in the next episode bye and that's all for this episode of alluring thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening if you want more alluring go check out our website alluring.com that's a-l-o-r-e-i-n-g.com you can also find us on youtube instagram twitter facebook and discord If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash alluring and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.